on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Is it up, fanboys? Is the Fanboy Bladder Podcast? And here's your host. He's a big deal, Derek McCaw. Wow, he is. You know, he really is. And the Republicans are. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm here to give you health care. Uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Uh, we are podcasting on... What day is today? It's the 24th, Wednesday, Wednesday. March 24th. It's been My so sister- long since we've done it. I know, show. 2010, from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104, Santa Clara, California. It is a normal... We're back to... This is what a, almost what a normal podcast would sound like. Wow. Almost. It's my sister's birthday, too. Happy is birthday, it? Landy. All right. Well, she'll get this long after her she birthday. She doesn't listen. Just like the card no. that you're going to send her, that you're no. going to remember to buy her next week. <laughs> I'll just tell her that I said this, and then that takes the place of the card. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we've got... Uh, that a never lot works of, for my wife. we got a lot of comics news. It wouldn't. No. And it's got a lot of comics news. We've got movie news. we got TV news, and or TV discussion, at least. Who are and, you? I said it was Derek McCaw. I already said who I was. Who's he? I don't know. He told us. Go ahead and tell him. <laughs> Tell the people. I just wanted to be noted that I'm not interrupting Derek right now. I'm That's sorry. all I'm saying. So I'm Stephanie. Okay, good. So Stephanie, we've here. got surprises, guests. Uh, yeah, out of towners. Well, identify yourself, otherwise Rick will not be able. to I down. am uh, identifying myself as Robolon three thousand. Fantastic, and of course, podcast producer, moral compass. And apparently, you're and, thorn in your side tonight. You are. You are like uh, the, you're and, like the ten bit Emily uh, sandpaper. Post. Yeah. Rick Brett Snyder. Oh, Rick Brett Schneider. Very good. Uh, in addition to our news tonight, we have a special guest because it is a WonderCon preview episode. Uh, because by the time we get this uploaded, it will be, what, six days away from WonderCon. So we have a local artist with us tonight. Uh, you are local, right? Yes? Yes. Yes. Uh, we have a job. How for- local? Where are you from? How, yeah, where are you from? Uh, San Jose. San Jose from the back room. We just found him hanging out in the back. Uh, his name is Joffrey Suarez. Welcome, Joffrey. Thanks. You are a local artist, and you are setting up. Uh, you've got a table at Artist Alley at WonderCon, do you not? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Do you have numbers on it yet? Can we know where to find it's, you? It's uh, AA97. It's a corner. I always get the corner table. Nice. Okay. Corners are, corners are good property. Those go yeah. up in value over time. Always get the corner. So this is not your first WonderCon peddling your wares. No, not really. Well, I, you know, we've not really had somebody in from the Artist Alley trying to break in, basically. You've got a, a book that, you've, that you're going to be selling there, right? Yes. Uh, can you talk about that? Give us the title. and I know it's a collection yeah, what of can your we sketches. Ex- what can we expect from your artist table this year at WonderCon? It's uh, mostly the like, my art book and uh, more prints, art prints. And actually, I do have a partner. Uh, I have a friend. That we're sharing a table with. His name is Martin Doe. He's a great artist. And uh, you have a postcard there. I mean, I've seen your sketchbook, but it looks to me like you had a little postcard there with it. Or no, I guess that's the WonderCon postcard. That's the WonderCon postcard. For the art enthusiasts at home, how how would you describe your style? What kind of art do you do? What kind of uh, what do you put it? What do you put out? 
it's uh, my style is uh, I would say more leaning towards kind of the animated style and uh, animated like, anime or animated like just uh, traditional or what like kind? animated meaning kind of more if you figure uh, Eric Canetti's work kind of like that like those are my influences maybe like uh, some of closer to what. DC animated is putting out now. I kind of mm-hmm. gravitate towards that that type of style. So, like uh, the Batman Raven the Bold, the Batman, that kind of thing, or uh, are you going back to Bruce Tim? Mostly uh, closer to the Batman than uh, than Bruce Tim's Batman. So a little okay. bit of an anime influence, maybe, or yeah, I I have a lot of influence. And, so. and I've looked through your book; it's certainly got uh, there's an exaggeration which is consistent with animation, but it's also a very clean style you've got you've got going. So how long have you been going to WonderCon and and uh, and doing these prints? pushing your pencils? <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> I've been going to WonderCon for like maybe a little over maybe six years, five years, but you know. When I first started going, I just thought that you know, I just I just come to WonderCon and like, you know. So you came as a fan first off, right? Or you came as a, an artist? I I can't remember how long I've been going to WonderCon. I've been going every year, but I've noticed some of the some local artists there like they get tables and kind of kind of told myself like I could kind of do what they're doing, so. Should point out the laugh track in the bathroom. Yeah, it it has nothing, nothing to do with, do with Joffrey. <laughs> There's a baby in the he's other part of the story. Competing with a baby, <laughs> yeah, yeah and like every, losing. We're losing to a baby. Everything he's saying is getting great laughs, <laughs> but I don't think he's meaning that. It's very hilarious. deep, deep humor. Mm-hmm. And the baby's mother is drunk. So, okay, what, so <laughs> what, what mediums do you work in? Do you are you pen, pencil and ink, or do you do Photoshop, or what do you? Yeah, I uh, I recently just switched totally to all digital. So okay, I just. Uh, do you use a tablet or? Yeah, it's just more efficient as far as uh, oh, my workflow is concerned. So uh-huh. I, I don't have to scan and you know, all that stuff. So if you're sitting there at the table, are you going to be able to do stuff for people if they I walk up? Answer, you, yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah, doing commissions yeah. and stuff? Yeah, I'll, I'll do commissions. Actually, uh, if, uh, if you pass by the table and you bought a sketchbook and you mentioned that you heard me. On the uh, Fanboy Planet on podcast. The Fanboy Planet. Fascinating demographic experiment. Mm-hmm. You will get a free commission. Nice. Very wow. good. That's I'm awesome. sorry, though. Fanboy say. Planet uh, members are, uh, are uh, yeah, Elusive Comics employees are, are, not, not, are not listening. Are, are exempt. Yeah. So. Are exempt. Sorry. Um, right. So if you, tell, if you tell Joffrey that you heard about it on Fanboy Planet, we want to stress this, on Fanboy Planet. You have to buy his book. Yeah, you have to buy something. You have, you have to buy to, the book. You have to buy the book, which is actually, I, I really like like the book. It's got some G.I. Joe drawings in there. Um and uh, some and you know why I like the book. Why do you, I can't remember why you like the book. Because I'm a fan of book binding and, and typography. Oh, that's right. And this has a very unusual uh, binding on it. It's it's uh, it's actually like screwed together in at the hinge, and uh, so it's almost like it's bolted the kind of thing together. that I would pick up. And I, I, that's good. Uh, and the White Queen is on the cover, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, I see. Well, what you should say. say the White Queen from X Men. From X Men. I'm sorry, yeah. you're right. Uh, not the Anne Hathaway. I exactly. blanked on that. Uh, and the title of the book is called I, I don't, I'm afraid to pronounce this Joffsmus Prime. Yeah, Joffsmus Prime, Volume Three Point Five. Um, it's some really clean work. I see what you're saying about the influence from the Batman and Eric Canada, but I, it's got its own, it's got its own style. I, I, I really like it. So, um, what do you hope for when you attend WonderCon as an artist of the artist alley? I mean, sure you want to sell commissions, but are you looking for work actively? How does one do that when you're stuck at a table? 
that that's the uh, see that's kind of the the problem. <laughs> the, yeah, that's kind of the problem because like, um, you know, you're trying to trying to be there as much as possible to, to talk to people. Like you know, they have questions about your work, but at the same time, you kind of you kind of trying to figure out you know how you could kind of talk to somebody who has the authority to kind of put a hand out and give you something. Do you build a following? Do you have uh, an online presence? You- yeah, I uh, I have a DeviantArt account. Uh, so uh, I have a DeviantArt page, actually. Uh, and you have a you Facebook know, or a MySpace or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, actually, too? I have a Facebook uh, page, but I rarely go there. I should probably start doing that now since... Uh, you know, it doesn't be shifting. It is catching on. Yeah, I cannot be a hermit. <laughs> the popularity—it's—it's it's going to be a big thing. Have Have you ever? Uh, just because I really don't know how successful DeviantArt at is. It's for people listening. That's a collection. It's a website that was essentially meant to be like a Facebook or a MySpace for artists to post their work. Have you gotten any work as a result of having a DeviantArt page? Uh, a bunch of, a couple of people have been uh, inquiring, but. They're kind of, I try to weed it out like through experience because some of them are kind of sketchy, whatever. Trying to try to do a, a lot of people wanting you to do like nudes from like Titanic or something like that, or no, not oh, yet. Okay. Avatar. Not yet. Ah, yes. Okay. Because uh, I was going to say, if you do do that stuff, let's talk off air. Okay. Thank you. And and did you mention that when we first talked a few weeks ago when we, we met in the shop here? Did you mention that you are working on an actual uh, a regular book? Yeah, I'm working on a, a book. I'm working with a couple of writers, which actually the property is not mine, so I don't know what they're going to do with it. I think they're trying to pitch it around Image or whoever's trying to do a kind of maybe slave labor, something some that do. Can you mention the title? Uh, yeah, The the Cadre. The Godre? Cadre? The Cadre. C-A-D-R-E. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to look forward to seeing you at WonderCon. We'll at, definitely be dropping by the at corner booth. Ta- at table AA97, right? Yes. Okay. That's, that's good memory. Uh, well, that's I'm taking notes finally. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> so AA97, we'll see you at WonderCon. Uh, that's April 2nd through 4th. You'll be there all three days? Yes, I'll okay. be there all three days. Well, great, Joffrey. Thanks so much for sitting down and talking to us. No, thank you. And uh, we'll once again, Joffrey, Joffrey, Joffrey Suarez. Suarez. All right, thanks a lot, buddy. From the table AA97. We can't stress it enough. Okay. So we, what else we got today there, Mr. McCaw? Well, um, I want to say it's not up top at this point, but we did uh, have a loss in the... Uh, a kind of a close thing, This well, is too. This is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had personal contact with this guy. I did. And I, so did Stephanie. Steph, you should get in on this. Or she's buying something. Okay. Why don't okay. you start and then she well, can Well, yeah, because they're good stories. Stephanie had to hide from this man wearing a scroll mask. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, today, and I don't know the details. You guys were the ones who have actually read the article. And I walked back there and Tim just told me, you know, uh, Robert Culp uh, passed away today at the age of 79 uh, due to uh, a head, head wound. Um, is that he fell on, apparently no. uh, walking down the, the uh, outside his home, taking a walk, fell on the sidewalk and uh, suffered a head injury, and um, so gone at uh, seventy nine. Why this is of connection to us is that uh, two summers ago, uh, when I was working, we on, partied with Colt. Uh, I did actually. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why I say I sat and had dinner with him. Uh, I think I had breakfast with him once or twice, and um, 
because we were working the I was working for Catastrophic Comics at the time, uh, editing the books and writing uh, co-writing the Greatest American Hero. You paneled revival. with Culp. I paneled with Culp. That's true. My one and only Comic Con panel was with Robert Culp and William Cat and Connie Selica. And uh, so this is just kind of weird. I'm sorry as I'm trying to process this. Uh, I just found out about what Take half an hour ago. Take your time. Uh, because it's the first time in all the little so-called, as my students say, Mr. McCall's brushes with greatness, greatness that this is someone that I've met that has uh, you know, died. Of course, and your students are talking about themselves. They are. But uh, I did spend four days with the man and have a lot of conversations with him about old movies and big little books because he felt that he was too old to be a comics fan, but big little books is what he was into, and that's been one of my hobbies since uh, being a small child. So it was finally you know, two days of crankiness followed by this, we have this in common, and we actually had a really good time talking about it, and then old movies because that, that was the weekend that they had discovered the print of Metropolis, which they've now finally restored uh, and just restored. Wow. So he was really excited to hear that and t- talked about seeing things on silver nitrate and why he loved that as a form and, you know, old enough to really remember wow. it and talk about it. Wow. Um, they found a silver nitrate print? Uh, I don't know if they ha- if it was silver nitrate. It was in Argentina, but that uh, they found it, you know, because the silent film, it didn't matter that the subtitles were all in Spanish. No. But um, I don't think, think the print was silver nitrate, but he was talking about how how much he loved seeing things in their original form and okay. remembering coming back from the war and you know the big one ww2 yeah. and uh you know and he was a little cranky but i would i would say i want to pay tribute he was a professional this is a guy who he was an amazing writer and what we met him at, at the age of because lawn i can't remember if we got if we roped you into service or not that was no that, well i know we roped <laughs> stephanie into service my gosh I mean, you know, and and Robert Culp said, you know, if you gave Stephanie his phone number to he- give her a leg up in the business, and now it's too late. <laughs> I did get a phone number. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, and um, you, you know, should have used it while you had it. But he was I really. Tried. <laughs> he was. Yeah, she did call him. You did, I did call, him call him this year. Oh, yeah, yes. back in September. And you just you just made a man's days pretty happy. And um, you know, so uh, he was a great writer because uh, uh, he wrote wrote a lot of episodes of I Spy, including the pilot. Uh, he, he knew Cosby, he, he knew Cosby. That was, one, that was one of my favorite moments when somebody walked up and said, I just have to ask you, Mr. Culp, are you in touch with, still in touch with Bill Cosby? He said, I called him on his birthday. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I witnessed a lot of grace. I mean, certainly when people were not around, there was definitely, this is a man who's 77 and probably not getting enough sleep and a little cranky. But as Could soon we say as- grizzled? You might. Okay. Um, but I will say this. When the fans came around, he was never anything less than gracious. Super kind to all of them. Um, Wasn't it at one point, didn't like Seth Green come up to your table because he, really, because oh, yeah. he, he really wanted to meet Culp? No, he because Culp had already done a voice on oh, Robot Chicken. Oh, Robot Chicken, so that's friends. right. Said, yeah, we got a lot of celebrities at the table that year because of Culp being there. Um, but he was always gracious, always would talk. And I remember that when somebody came up and said, "Oh, Mr. Culp's just having having a sa- eating a sandwich. I won't, you know." And he said, and he put it, you know, put his lunch down and start a conversation up. He was just. What about Stephanie's experience? I want to hear that. It, Stephanie was. I was his assistant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he told me a lot of stories about you know his trips to Europe and how he filmed there. And, and the Orient? No, I'm kidding. No. Well, he was married yeah. to France Nguyen, who ah. was a beautiful. Vietnamese act, really? French oh, accent, uh, uh, actress. She was Elan of Troyes on Star Trek, the, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the third season. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly <laughs> Rick perks up. I know who he's talking about. So. Yes. Yeah. Any, any last thoughts, Stephanie? I 
don't know. I really liked hearing his stories, you know. You know. Mm-hmm. He's a very interesting man, sometimes cranky, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I say, liked listening. I'd say a professional. Yeah. When he, he was. Uh, he, we had set up the booth one way, and he. <laughs> that was my favorite. And he, that night <laughs> he at dinner, that, ni- that night at dinner, he said. With one arm. Yeah. You know, we need to do, we need to do something about that booth. And I, and we said, well, you know, he said, what time does the convention center open? And I said, we can get it in 730. He said, nah, make it 815. But he was there, and he told us what to do, and he was right. It was mm. like the redesign was was great because then everybody showed up. You know, it, the first it was you know a Thursday. Uh, it was Thursday. We didn't really get much attention, and then boom, he redesigned it. And he, now he didn't do all the physical labor putting things up, but hey, he was seventy seven. So mm-hmm. you know, so goodbye, Robert. Uh, yes, uh, was see a cult. Glad, glad to have, have had he a chance a, to meet he him. He leaves a lot of great work behind him. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so let's look at work ahead. Uh, this week, this week, Green Lantern, yes. the, the penultimate yeah. chapter, and which I haven't read, I have. of uh, Blackest Night. I waved it in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Except he showed up at my school today waving Green Lantern 52. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving back and forth. Oh. So, I've, I'm dialing you in, but then you move out. And I'm sorry. Uh, so Sinestro's on the cover. No spoiler anymore that he is the proverbial white lantern. Hmm. With purple skin. True. Mm-hmm. So his skin is the color of love. So Ooh. his his symbol is kind of a variation on the black symbol. Sort of the opposite? It's the opposite. <laughs> okay. Mm. That it makes sense. It looks like a triangle with a parachute. <laughs> kind of. What color is his parachute? It's white. white. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Stephanie and Rick are the ones who've read it. So without ruining it utterly, um, what are your reactions? Um, there's like one big event that happens in this. You read it, right? Yeah. So there's like one big event that happens to this and the repercussions of that. But overall, it doesn't really move the story along that much. So there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in that last issue. Well, I think doesn't everything really have to happen in Blackest Night number eight? I mean, yeah. I guess so. I mean, the is idea it going to be double-sized or big-sized? I, I don't Super know. Sized? But I would bet it. I, hmm. you know, um, I, I, I don't mean that everything has to because they forgot to move anything along. I just mean if you're going to say that this is a an allegedly streamlined story, Blackest Night one through eight, you can't do too much development, right? And it's the Green Lantern book too. It's not you know you're not going to skip things that have to happen in Blackest Night, right? So. Right. Because I noticed that happened in Blackest Night number seven. There was reference to a war of all the spectrum, and uh, that was in Green Lantern Core last week. There's something to be said though about a book where the characters are all represent parts of the spectrum. It's always a very colorful book. <laughs> it's it's always got a lot of bright. Who is the colorist on this? I don't know. And well, let's give him uh, let's give him props. Um, Comicraft. No, no. <laughs> it's uh, Randy Mayer, Gabe Elterbin, Carrie Strachan. You're welcome, guys. But it's not just this one. It's all. It's yeah, every book in the series. Three <laughs> different people doing the colors. When, it's when a book so colorful, three people have to exactly. have to work on it. I'm tired. You take over. <laughs> I, I did want to point out, by the way, that last week in the Green Lantern Corps, where um, they dealt with the Spectrum War, they had what was both the funniest, because Gail Simone commented upon this, uh, and yet most disgusting Black Lantern ever. Did you read it last week, Green Lantern Corps? I think Corps? I glanced through the Corps. I don't name, buy the... Was his name Pussy? No, Kyle, no. Kyle Rayner's... Girlfriend, oh, the, the first one that died the in fridge? the refrigerator, the oh, major force. Yeah. Yeah. So the Black Lantern was her in the in refrigerator. Oh, that's bad. I read that today. And oh. um, what was? And, no, I didn't and, read this. One. And uh, so Gail Simone had written a column years ago called "Women in Refrigerators," saying about the treatment <laughs> of female characters in comics, how they usually uh, they are put out there to get killed, and they're usually done in a very disgusting way, and. Um, 
So actually, Rich Johnston asked her what he, what she thought of it, and she said, "Actually, I kind of thought that one was funny." <laughs> wow! <laughs> and so wow. Um, <laughs> so what you're saying is death has a sense of humor. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, Gail yeah. Simone does. Uh, yeah, well, she does because well, she started out as a humor columnist yeah. before she became a great, great comic. Yeah, I used writer. to read uh, Dear Gail Simone all the time. So. I'd write my problems in, and she'd answer them. Did she? And what was the best piece of advice Gail Simone ever gave you? She told me, don't put your ex-girlfriends in refrigerators. She said, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. That's it. Oh. And she also said, it. don't take any wooden nickels. So what job is that? What? Anyway. Um, so, uh, though, I don't know if any of us got a chance to read it yet. Today is the Guild number one. I'm saving course. it for a quieter time tonight. Oh, that's nice. I'm Maybe saving a little, it little for... A glass of wine and a candle. Oh, uh, I'm saving it for home when, when no one's can, around. When you can, <laughs> when you can date her avatar. Uh, okay. Uh, Dark Horse is also expanding uh, Serenity. That's really big yeah, news. Yeah, that's really huge news Which for everybody. Which is sort of a guild tie-in with Felicia Day having been in, Keep uh, going. in Dollhouse. So I've got the Joss <laughs> Whedon going. thing. I'm going That's there. like six, three degrees. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And three Dr. Horrible, Whedon. Yes. which they've already done. A doc- so Dark Indeed. Horse is like the House of Whedon now. Star Wars, forget it. Dark Horse is, is kept alive by Joss Whedon. So, so they're going to start off with the eulogy for now we, for Wash, Wash. Uh, from Serenity. Yeah, written by celebrity writer Patton Oswalt, who what? was in who was in Dollhouse. Da da da! Wow, the parallels. Mm. Uh, These guys don't know too many people. Who also was in? Did you guys see that video? that's going around the, the uh, Weird, Weird Al, Al Yankovic. No, I haven't watched it. He's, yet. No. He plays a uh, Doctor Demento in it. It's hilarious. <gasps> oh my. Yeah. Okay. You have to watch. You, you should post it. that on the site. Okay. It's I will. Brilliant. I will. Is that's off funny or die? Right. Yeah. Okay. I will do that. Mm-hmm. I will do that. Okay. And it's got Olivia Wilde in it, and she is meow. <laughs> Am I right, Steph? Anyway, so but what? she's oh. a cat. <laughs> she's a cat. <laughs> but but to wrap the Serenity story, uh, yes, because the the second uh, book is written by Joss Whedon, so that's a big deal. And oddly enough, Shepard book, I suppose. Yeah. I love the little bromance these two got going right now. It's hilarious. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of sexual. You're like you're here like looking right lovingly it's, into it's, each other's eyes, talking about weed and We're disturbing. talking about the story we love. I know, and I can see the love. <laughs> there you go. Tra- okay, it's like electricity traveling between My you two. It's great. Love. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes, the the Shepherd book story, which is many fans in Ser- uh, who saw one Serenity. of the big unsolved mysteries yeah. of Serenity. What? So. There was a mystery left in. Serenity? Oh yeah. Yes. Which one? This guy was obviously he was a, oh, he the, was the minister Ron Glass creature. from Marnie Miller. What was the thing? He didn't he die? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah died, he died. And no one knew what his origins what? were. What any of his stories? Because oh, he was obviously had a backstory. I thought it was pretty clear that he was. It he turns out that he had a very high midichlorian count. <laughs> no, I thought it was clear that he had pretty much been what that guy was, the guy who was fighting Mal was before. I don't know if that was necessarily clear. They uh, I, thought, I thought it was kind of hinted. That's an interesting that, yeah. read. I didn't take that at all. No, because yeah. he knew all about what this guy was doing. He says, watch out, he'll do this, he'll do that. Yeah, but he could have known that because he was involved in some kind of super sure, secret agency. Sure, but I thought it was or... implied that yeah. he, was, he used to be one of them. Yeah, Intriguing. Yeah. Okay. I guess I just I just understand it better she than you guys do. Okay, so. Am I right, Steph, or what? But anyways, yes, go meow. on. <laughs> right, so. Don't fall to the dark side, Stephanie. Yeah. Can I have some chocolate? <laughs> Did I give you an egg? Yeah. She ate it already. <laughs> well, here. Um, oh, anyway. I, I forgot I have presents for you guys. <laughs> oh, we have presents. Ah, because Easter is coming up. I and it's WonderCon weekend, so we'll continue can we, our WonderCon. Can we take a, just a quick? Yes, it's sure. not a break. We're, it's no, we're between bits right now. I think. All right, good because 
I have a little treat since this is our our Easter podcast. Yes. Um, and so everybody gets the same. I have to open it. White people don't usually exchange gifts at Easter. Your people? Did you say my white people? people? The Bretschneiders? My people. <laughs> All right. One for what? you. One for you. Oh. oh. One for you. Oh. Spider egg. Spider egg. Mine's empty. Whatever. <laughs> There's no candy in this oh. one. No, it's the journey. I mean, the container is the reward. Oh, right. It yeah. is. <laughs> so it's a, it's a plastic egg that has everyone's favorite web slinger's head impressed on it. That was very thoughtful of you. It was. I figure I can't just give you guys you know Easter presents. You know what else? You can take your other egg oh, yeah. and put it inside. It's like Spider-Man. a little Russian uh, ballerina exactly. doll, right? Nesting doll, yes. yes. Nesting nice. spiders. Oh, my son's going to love this. Thank you. See? Laura. And you can put your weed in there. It's really cool. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? oh okay. No. <laughs> Dandelion. Experimenting in college. No, okay. Oh, geez. Am I right, Steph? No, all right. Let's move on. Meow. What's the next? Uh, <laughs> hardware. Hardware. The milestone. Hardware. The milestone era it returns. Did you ever read the milestone books? I can't remember, Lon. Uh, were those are about the black guys, right? Static Shock. Uh, many many characters static. were African American. Many were also no, Hispanic. Uh, no. Or they or they were just like gangsters. You know, that was the Blood Syndicate. Yeah, the Blood Syndicate. Really, Rick. They're all just gangsters. Is that well, the Blood Syndicate, they were all oh, gangsters. Oh, okay, good. Um, who got caught in uh, in a gas attack. But Milestone, uh, my, my Milestone, Milestone had, yes. had its own um, millionaire playboy who got into a suit of armor. Yes. That was called Hardware. Hardware. Most recently reintroduced in a short run of Brave and the Bold, where they took. I, I was sorry, I was gesturing over to where Brave and the Bold <laughs> Those is. Those are not the comics. But it was so dramatic, for. though. He's yeah. all over there. Yeah, Steve was standing right where Brave and the Bold is. It's really his head is where Brave and the Bold. That was is like a Shatner show. point. What you just did. That was very amazing. Yes. Anyway, um, so they they did, I think they ran five issues to reintroduce the milestone characters. Yeah. Uh, and teamed up, and so hardware was. I can't remember. Hardware was my favorite with, with of, the, Blue of the milestone books. I actually was thought it? it it was the best story. It had good. He characters. was the crankiest of the characters. Yeah, but that's fine. Wouldn't no, you be fine. if you had to wear all that hardware all the yes. time? Well, he had all his design stolen or something. It was yeah, like he was dealing with uh, like corporate Tony Stark. espionage. It, yeah, it stuff. was like we, it was like we've seen the tail end of Armor Wars without ever getting you know. Yeah. We, that's where we were introduced, basically. Uh, but he basically dropped down this tunnel, and his the armor would come would yeah. be impressed on him as he went. Kind of like when uh, Bruce Wayne would slide down the bat pole. Exactly yes. the way. Interesting. So, yes. It was kind of a melding of the two. Although I got to say, my favorite out of those was I, I liked Static, which was then yeah. animated as Static Shock, but. Um, Icon and Rocket were my favorite characters out of that. Yeah, I thought I thought of all of all of them being fairly derivative, except for Blood Syndicate. Blood Syndicate was really original. Yeah, but I thought that they were the most most um, true to well, the most ripped off of, of the bunch. I have a question about. Does remember when Robin was pregnant and had gave birth to an illegitimate son? I do yeah, actually. Okay, so, yeah. you mean the spoiler? She was Robin at the time. Or? Oh, yeah. dang it, that does work, but that happened afterwards. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, you're like repeating what really happened, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. I have a question about uh, automatic form fitting armor, like you just said, with yeah. hardware, and yeah. obviously in the, all the Iron Man movies and the showing or whatever. Um, what Do you have to stand perfectly still when that's happening, or do you think the computer <laughs> has like a guidance system that adjusts? Because, like, let's say you know you move your arm right when it's about to clamp down. You could probably get really or hurt. Or worse, a leg twitch. Oh, yeah. Oh. Or a... I was going to say something. Oh, I, was in, I was implying... Just let it go. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, That's what you meant with a leg twitch? Well, I meant a, you know, thumb. Mm, okay. Mm. Yes, that would be bad. What if right. what if it's cold? You're a cod piece. What if not you, fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or mm-hmm. it fits, but it shuts. Oh, oh. ouch. Such Talk a about it. That would be a not hardware. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It's horrible. I'm laughing at his jokes. Help me. Winner. You oh. were wishing for him back the last time. You were I did here. wish for him back the last time. So you got it. You get your wish. I did. Granted. See, I, and I'm making him feel welcome. There you go. I missed him. We're making boner jokes. So the collection comes out <laughs> this week. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, my God. And Troy Benson walks in. Uh, so Troy featured on last week's podcast. Uh, so I heard. Uh, so uh, also, and it sold out before I could get there, JLA Rise of Arsenal. Yes. Wait, is this Red Arrow Arsenal? Or yes, new yes. It's, a, it's a book to be read one-handed. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So first he's Arsenal. Then he's Red Robin. Red Arrow. Whatever. Yeah. And now he's Arsenal again. He's going to yes. have a cyber arm. Can he make is... up his freaking mind already? Well, he had his mind made up for him. Who made it up for him? Prometheus. Wait, Prometheus ripped changed his, his name off. to Arsenal? No, no, ripped his arm off. So so why can't he still be Red Robin? Uh, I don't. Because Red Robin is actually... Red J- Arrow. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Tim Drake. I must be hungry. Anyways, uh, so now he's Arsenal and... What? Tell me. Talk about it. What is it? They're going it's to a four episode, four issue series. You recall how Dan DiDio described that about you know the what was it you know something about the disarming and the rearming and uh, yeah how he's the disarming more than just, and the yeah, rearming. It wasn't really about the loss of the arm. It was about the the loss of loss innocence of the skill or whatever oh. it was. Well, the loss of his daughter. Yeah, that was his unexpected his young too. child was killed. Hey, yeah. you know what? You want to put on a costume, shoot arrows at people. People are going to come after your kids. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Spoken like a single man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Just saying. So it's out there. And that's that's supposed to be the big event. The Green Arrow family, if you will, is being torn down and rebuilt this year. You also have the... Just uh, like they did the Marvel family last year, a couple of years ago. And how did that do? The book that came Nobody out Nobody cares week. about them anymore. No. The Green Arrow book that came out last yeah. year. Ruined. Follow the follow uh, yeah. Green Arrow. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a big event. Um... A big event that we're not sure when it's coming, but Neil Adams returning to Batman. And I just I, I hadn't heard anything about this. I just saw the pencil work on ink work that they've done. It's on the website, and man, that is just great stuff. I'd forgotten what an ultimately great Batman Neil Adams is. Is he going to be doing Bat- Bruce Wayne Batman? Yes. Or is he- yes. Yes. Oh, so Bruce Wayne's on his way back. Yes. Well, oh, oh! You didn't read Batman and Robin number eight last week. No. And yeah. we talked about that. We did. Podcast, though it was fantastic. Uh, so is he back yet? No. But he's no. on his way back. There's going to be a series of books about him coming back. Awesome. So like Bruce Wayne Fugitive? We're going to get come Pirate back. Batman. Well, we will get Pirate Batman. We will get Caveman oh, Batman. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yes. Where did I hear that? Wait, really? Here. Uh, from us. Oh, right. And you probably bought the action figures back in the uh, late 90s. Are they 90s. basing them off the action figures? No, but they, but they're... But it's the same thing. There's the no. the Pirate Batman. The There's a, now, how does... Okay, I know Batman's mentally strong... But how do you how are you wake. how are you mentally strong for that many generations? I mean, eventually, doesn't Batman just go? Eh, I'm done. Grant, you know what I mean? Like, Grant Morrison will answer that question. I don't he know. Better. Oh, this here's a. I mean, that reminded me. I'm going to take two jumps now. That reminded me of John Barrowman in Torchwood being buried alive for centuries. Right? Uh-huh. You think about that. 
Which, which Plastic Man did. Plastic Man survived me, for 40,000 years. You know who's on Desperate Housewives right now? John Barrowman. Right. Yeah. He's a big bad on that, too. Yes. Yeah. And that's where they're saying. People still watch that show? Apparently so. Oh, okay. Yes. In fact, uh, yeah, and now a lot of people know who John Bar- Barrowman is who didn't know previously. And uh, they're saying, you know, that that's Fox wants to do Torchwood, and that may be um, a jump. It, it may still be Captain Jack and just a continuation rather than American Remake, which I think is the way to go. I Too many cool. people know it. Yep. It's silly to... Except for Fox executives who... This is America, and they ruin things, they especially the at Fox. You're right. Well, You're yeah. right. Look uh, what they did to the X-Men. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. True. What's next? True, True dad. dad. True Dad. Right, uh, Stephanie? So yeah. the name of that Neil right. Adams series, I believe, is an 80-issue called uh, the Odyssey. Batman Od- The Odyssey. I think it's The Odyssey. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Speaking of Odysseys, coming back from her galactic tour on a on a giant bullet, yes. Kitty Pride is returning. She has returned this she, week. Uh, Did she, the bullet finally make it to Earth? Well, there's a big. I'm she not going to do it too through, much. Didn't she? That's why she. I don't know. She no, just said her ride on a giant bullet. So I was yeah, like, that was her heroic sacrifice. She was in the bullet. She phased it through the Earth in a, again. In, uh, astonishing no. X Men. Astonishing at the end of the Joss Whedon era. Right. Wait, she phased it through the Earth. And then it took off into parts unknown of space. Couldn't she have phased off of it and no. then just floated no, back she, stuck she, in the middle of it? She was melded with it. Stuck in the middle? Again. And so through through a number of books so a lot the since then, uh, one of which being the short-lived Sword series, uh, they had noted that the bullet was still out there and still that she was still alive because it was still phasing through planets instead of colliding with them. Uh, was she f- just trapped in a phase? Yes. She was going through a phase. She was, in fact, going through one of those teenage phases. May I say, kudos to that joke construction. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. So this, I'm back. I know, no, I missed you. So uh, Uncanny X-Men number... I'm sorry. Number I'm, t- I'm spoken for, Derek. Which is part of the Nation X series. Uh, she comes back this week. Can I see that cover? Yes, you may. Someone else coming back. And she comes back a giant, apparently. Yeah, she's huge. Mm. Wow. Someone else coming back this June from Marvel is Marvel Man. Coming back? Sure. Was he's he been ever gone. with Marvel Comics? No. So he's just coming back to fandom. Well, this is kind of Well, cool. this was announced at like, Comic-Con. Like, yeah, this, this but they year? finally actually have a release date. What they're going to do is they're going to release a trade paperback collecting, and this has never happened in the United States before, the actual original if you can say original ripoffs of Captain Marvel, that uh, Mick Anglo's Marvel Man was. So the Marvel right. Man family will get a trade paperback collection to get a taste of what the character's about. And then they are. St- this is basically paving the way that, that Marvel Man can enter the Marvel Universe or at least finish Wait, they want to the bring story. him, they want to integrate him into the Marvel Universe? There's rumors. This is this gets mm. really crazy. Did Don't you, we already have a century kind of no, no, did Not you, anymore. Did you, wa- did you ever read the original Marvel Man? No, uh, but I've, Mar- I've read Miracle about Miracle Man. Where because it's all kind of like uh, sketchy, and he kills his partner or something like that, or not, Miracle Boy or something uh, like that. Well, there was, a, there was a whole Miracle family, just like yeah. there is a Marvel. Yeah, I heard Shazam it was. Family. You know, it was kind of like precursor to Watchmen, or no? Was it, it was after Watchmen. Was it after? Yeah. Okay. Alan Moore wrote the uh, the first seven issues, eight issues, yeah, and then Neil Gaiman carried on, mm. and uh, just amazing head spinning. And these stuff. trade paperbacks are really expensive because they haven't. Yeah, because they're out of like print, twenty right? years. Yeah. yeah. But it's the book is everybody. But they're going to go back to the original original stuff in these collections. Yes. Are they going to reprint the? They better. Yeah, they better. But they haven't announced any plan solid plans for that. 
Yeah. So I'm just I'm just admiring the bromance. That's all it is. So. When you guys talk about something you're really into, you both look like lovingly towards each other, and you're just like, uh huh. And then it, and you're like completing each other. It's awesome. That's all I'm saying. Well, you and I can talk about food later. All right. <laughs> so. Stop. That's a date. <laughs> oh. This is what. This is what. No, I'm not gonna do this. Uh, and one last thing: Did you follow the Image Guardians of the Globe announcements? No, I did not at all. They were awesome. They were hilarious. Oh, I love it when you two finish. Yeah. Oh, one. I said they were awesome. That's a period. And then you said they were hilarious. Two sentences. Don't try to. Boom. Jump. Don't try to jump another Thank man's you. bit. Anyways. Um, uh, and anyway, so what they released—it is. So the Guardians Globe—they they released these ads one a, one a day that were modeled after the I Am an Avenger thing that Marvel was doing. Okay. And so they started with Invincible, which made sense. It's it's Image Invincible. I'm not a I'm not really a team. If there's going to be an Image super group, you know. Yeah, it's actually and, and then and then Spawn came. And Spawn's thing said Todd's loaning me out for just this. No, one. No, it's like Todd lost a bet, bet or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then. President Obama. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Right, the third Rick, one was Rick from uh, from Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead said this doesn't make any sense, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> and then Obama appears and says, "I sold all." Anybody know how much Amazing Spider-Man 538 is going for on eBay? <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm not as popular, popular as I used to be. <laughs> uh, and then Harry Drink. Potter showed up. And <laughs> so, do they have a Harry Potter book? No. And the quote was like something. I don't even know if this is legally legal. possible. <laughs> So it was really fun. It was just mocking. So it's really they are putting together a book that's like a six-issue miniseries to go alongside Invincible. If if you're not reading Invincible, anybody? Uh, it's I read the first trade. trade. Yeah, I'm, I got to catch up a little bit. So sorry, Nate. I'm not. I'm, I'm behind on it. But it's a great. It is a really fun superhero book. But apparently, Invincible is off planet. Does it keep that Invincible family thing together all the way through it? Or that's that's. Well, he's off planet fighting with his dad in the Viltrumite War, okay. protecting the Earth, but away. So someone's got to fill the void on Earth, and that's the Guardians of the Globe. Because his mom was a great character. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they've st- they've dealt with that. Um, so I thought it was a really good way to get to get attention for their uh, for their upcoming event. I will look at you lovingly. What I. I I'm are not you saying I know, anything? What are you feeling? You're just. Uh, is it just you feeling? No, unlocked? I was just. Out. I was He's just admiring it. It's let a me, passive aggressive. It's kind of like when you watch the Notebook and you go, "Oh, I want that." You know what I mean? So, am I right, Stephanie? No. Stephanie looks I, oh, <laughs> meow. I didn't have any of that watching the Notebook. We, okay, what's next? Uh, movies. <laughs> Let's go to movies. Uh, uh, big casting news this week. Finally, I heard about that. Finally, didn't you actually tell me? No, uh, Sandra Bullock and no, I'm kidding. No, um, uh, all right. By the way, I'm on Sandy's side in this one. I don't know about oh, that, you guys. Oh, that's a totally different issue. Yes, yeah. I'm on Sandy's side. Yeah, okay. um, I'm Team Sandy on But this they one. finally, in, in, like out of left field, they apparently did not actually audition him, but they cast Chris Evans as Captain America. The guy from Push? I believe so, isn't he? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, already no stranger to comics because he's in The Losers. He's playing a character in The Losers, but probably highest profile is uh, the Human That's Torch sad. in That's a Fantastic Four. <laughs> no, he was in that movie Don't Hang Up, wasn't he? Oh, the cell phone or cell cellular? Phone? Cellular. cellular. There you cellular. go. Uh, he's been With a, the Basinger. He's, been a lot, he's in one of those. Oh, he's in Not Another Teen Movie as well. Oh, he was hilarious in that. Yes. Uh, so see the one who sings "Genie's Got a Gun." Yes, uh, yes, that's an awesome scene. Yeah, so you know we know that Chris Evans has some charm to him, yeah. uh, and a lot of people have been upset. I, I got you know the the rare Michelle Saman comment to me 
rare to me. Yeah. Uh, that, that I'm not sure about the casting, and I don't know, man. And I'm thinking, well, you know, Nate Costa last night. We were out, uh, Lon and Nate and a couple other people, and I said, uh, and Nate said, I don't know about this, and I said, you know, Dane Cook read for it. So if you are upset with the idea of Chris oh. Evans as Captain America, imagine the disaster it could have been. You know what, though? I have to I have to call you out on something, though. Yeah? I was listening to the podcast. You said something like, I know Lon's just like I do, and he hates Dane. I don't hate Dane Cook. So I just wanted to clarify oh, that. Oh, good. You, you called me out saying that I hated Dane Cook. I thought Cook. you hated him. No, I'm an actually a fan. Oh, okay. I thought you but I don't think actor. he would be great as Captain America. Okay. okay. But I just wanted to clarify, Dane, if you are listening. I'm a fan. These haters might not like you, but I do. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's all. You've just killed him. Uh, so No! So, so, uh, so Sufi! The, the other thing, rumor is uh, is that Ryan Phillippe may still be in talks to play a character, and the rumor is that he Bucky? might play Bucky. Uh, Mm-hmm. You yeah, know I don't is? know. I you know, I mean, that's just rumor. But that's you know, what's funny is seen I, it in a couple places. I actually think Philippi would have been a better Captain America. I think there may be something to that. He's a strong actor. He's got kind he's of just, a dark he just edge. doesn't have the the body. He's yeah. like short. Yeah, is is, is Chris e- Evans? What's his name? Yeah, Chris Evans. Is he tall? Do we have a measurement on him? Uh, I don't know. Steph, do you have anything? You're a girl. Buff. Okay, so aren't <laughs> girls all in love with him though? I mean, no. Who? Chris, Chris Evans. <laughs> The guy uh, we've just been talking about? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> so, okay. We do know that, so this added uh, with... Uh, Did you guys get my uh, little email? I don't know. About who I thought would make a good oh, yes, Captain uh, America? About the younger Hemsworth brother. Doesn't he look just like Steve Rogers? Well, but again, the problem is you can't cast his older brother as Thor. Why not? Because they look alike. No, they, they don't. They do. They both look... Okay, well, one looks like a Norse god, and Steve Rogers is supposed to be... Pers- per- Pretty much the Aryan right. man, perfect. You know. Well, you don't put it that way in context. Well, I mean, it was an Aryan thing going on then. No, yeah. but I mean, like, eventually, like, sort Red of an, yeah. No, eventually, like, Red Skull, like, you know, thought that of him, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're thinking the Red Skull's whole thing was he was so in love with Steve Rogers that's why he tried to kill him. He was like, well, well this no, Lon's work, man. working a theme tonight. I think so. <laughs> I'm going man for love. Yeah. Maybe every Red you know, we Skull can all Captain we can all America. use there was a little this, more there was love. hidden bromance between yeah, Cap and the Skull. Think about it. You always I don't you think always I don't want to think that. about it. You always kill what you love, right? No. Oh, okay. No, that's you. Yet. Thank God, there's not that much love in the room. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but but before we move on, though, thoughts, Chris Evans? You think he'd be all right? I I'm okay with it. I'm glad they finally settled on something so we can stop talking about flavor of the week. Because I just want to see a guy in a cap suit. Yeah. See, I don't know. I'm almost thinking they should take their time and do it right. I think they might be rushing. Here's the thing. I think he could pull it off. I think Chris Evans is good. But we you also got to realize this: if we don't like him, he's going to be in all the other. He's what nine picture deal he was supposed to sign or something. Let me go a further rumor. Uh, rumor is that he held out um, and talked them down. So higher fee up front than than the other actors that they had uh, auditioned, and fewer pictures. Uh, oh, really? So they're throwing him the cast the keys to the castle, and he gets more money and less he, obligation. Yeah, yeah. they wow. should have waited. They should have waited and cast wow. it right and got somebody I don't that. Know. They I do. think they may have cast it right. I don't know. It is interesting I s- that I mean, we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of comments about Spider Man, right? Because he has the whole mask covering yeah. his head, and so in each of the stories, they've had to have reason for the mask to come off so you could see Tobey Maguire's acting. Um, but Cap- oh, that was that. That's what that was. That was acting. So um, and number in two this was one, like eating. Cap no. Cap is in a half mask, so you get to see the lower part of his face. But 
lately, I mean, over the last eight, ten years, they've been showing Cap in the comics more with his cowl off around his That's shoulders. That's just or to get you prepped for the movie. And uh, no, I mean, so it'll be a much more natural plan. to see Cap walking around with the cowl down behind his behind his head, and they won't have to do the stupid ripped mask. I thing. doubt he's even going to get a mask. They're probably going to give him that Ultimates like helmet chin strap thing or whatever. But he has a mask still under the under the Ultimates. Does thing. he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, I just want to say, I don't remember if we covered this or not, but auditions are being held, open auditions on Saturday. What? So, no, wait, you haven't heard from no. who? Oh, darn. Okay. Wrong character. Uh, for Mary Jane in the musical, oh. Spider-Man <laughs> what? Off the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be what Rick should have done that. Uh, so... Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood left the left the production. Oh, you mean the production that was shut down and over budget yes. and probably doomed from the beginning? Yes. Good job, good yes. job, Evan Rachel Wood. So, uh, I, you know, Alan Cumming has gone on record saying he's still very happy to be playing the Green Goblin. I mean, what else is he doing? <laughs> he's got a line of fragrances. Didn't you know that? Oh, he's on one I've of the, uh, the CSI shows or something. Is yeah. He? yeah, Alan Cumming. Yeah, I thought I thought I saw him. You know what his perfume's yeah. called, too? Coming. Yeah. Yes, I know it is. That's what's yeah. funny. You're gross. If you, yeah, no, it's true. That's what he says. If you, Whatever, would, Derek. Would you, would you need the the I don't want your blue humor. He has a line of, of, of fragrances and stop, candles. Can we please, Derek? God. There's a woman present, okay? I know. I was just... It's just the guy's I'm name. I'm sorry, Steph. All right, okay. go ahead. Oh, man. It, uh, anyway, uh, so also... You got your wish. I know. <laughs> Paramount opened uh, announced this week that uh, I don't know why I said open. Paramount announced this week that they're going to revive Popeye for the big screen. It's going to be a CGI animated feature Yay. for Popeye. Let's get some. Spinach. Now, does he eat the spinach and get E. coli and then get really sick? Yes. Oh. It explains the shape of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> those aren't muscles. Those are tumors. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, oh, does he family guy. I, you know, I will be happy if they have they have a muttering Popeye. I want to hear things under his breath. I want it to be true to the Max Fleischer, actually true to the Robin Williams portrayal, true to the Robin Williams, Tra- which true was, to the Dave Coulier impersonation. I think that it was, was it was a masterful portrayal in an okay movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not Robin as bad Williams as everybody is perfect, it is. And, and it's not. Don't look at me like that, Troy. By the way, when I when I look bad. up at Troy, do I have the same bromance thing? There's a little bit of love hate going there right is, there. There yeah. is. Troy and I have a little it's thing attention. going. We do have a little thing. The, uh, pro- the Popeye movie didn't know how to end. That was the problem with that true. movie. The that's because they ran out of money. I did watch recently the first, um, I guess the first movie version of Popeye, which is a Betty Boop cartoon. Oh, have you seen movie these? appearance of Popeye? You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a no. Popeye movie. She's in it as a hula dancer, and she's topless. With, it's 1933. With a boo-boo, boobs. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, it was shocking. Well, I, I don't know if you know this, Ron, but actually the uh, boo-poopy-doop, it was... Uh, uh, I a said me- boo-boo-boobs. I know, but it was oh. a metaphor for her virginity because her first song was, Please Don't Take My Boo-Poopy-Doop. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I thought it was, I want to be loved by you. No. this was That was the second later. song that after she discovered her or <laughs> lost her sexuality. Uh, but yeah. that uh, because uh, this it was surprising how adult it was, that, it was pre Hayes that, that comic was uh, yeah, yeah. Our cartoon was so intriguing. I she was a whore. But the best part is exactly that. what my wife says. <laughs> Somebody gave me a straw holder, one of those you know where you lift the metal thing out with all the straws that go you know fan out, mm-hmm. and it was Betty Boop, and she said we will not have that whore in our mm-hmm. kitchen. Wow. Well, you've seen her skirt, right? She, it's she very holds high. a grudge. She does. Okay. I'm sorry. I had a brief fling with Betty, Betty Boop back Boop, yeah. in the '60s. Yeah. Um, I was she was pretty old she, back then. She was about too, 80. Right? I mean, yeah. uh, our story was retold as Harold and Maude. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
based wow. on a true story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can totally see that, too. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, they, they took out the more unbelievable last was like, she's a cartoon character. Mm. Um, she's, 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 never mind. <laughs> so we have another casting thing, which was missed while we were doing various different things, is that they cast Abin Sur in the Green Lantern movie. Wait, I, what's he playing? Oh, wait, uh, no. you know, they cast Abin Sur, who is the Lantern, character to play. Who is the character who, whose spaceship Wouldn't crashes. Wouldn't that be awesome if, like, you were a Green Lantern and you came to Earth, and instead of, like, protecting the universe... You became like you got movie started star? casting in movie stars or yeah, movie shows and stuff like that. Wouldn't it be? Avin Sir takes over Hollywood. Yeah, totally. I think we have, we have an Elseworlds world's tale. Actually, right I there. Think, I think that's kind of the man who fell to Earth, right? I think a little quick. Uh, Lon and I will have to work on that later. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm finding the fan press very funny <laughs> with uh, the Green Lantern, which began filming this week. So. At first, you get a, or last week, you get a photo of Ryan Reynolds on the set, telephoto lens, well, on the ring, the ring, on the Rude. ring, <laughs> which is I'm like going, yeah. well, first of all, don't get excited because let, let's face it, DC's been selling that ring, yeah, uh, you know, it's not the plastic one, but it is the metal replica. Sure, they sprung sixty bucks on that, but yeah. uh, still, uh, so all that excitement, and then somebody got a picture of his chair, chair <laughs> with is this the logo officially for the movie? I'm like, guys, come on. Yeah. Can we just... Oh, I accidentally touched Lon there. You got a little... I will hit you. Um, I just want a podcast, okay? It's okay, baby. You're still pretty to me. Anyway, uh, so... Anyway, they cast... Can we start over? Tamura Morrison as Abin Sur. He was the you say actor. that's so awesome. Do I? Because I, I wrote Morrison. this down and I would have said... Wait, where is it written here? Oh... Temur... Oh, I guess it is kind of easy to say. All right. <laughs> Tamara Morrison. Hey, you know that hooked on phonics? It's paying exactly. off with you, man. No, when I wrote it down, I was like, I'm never going to be able to pronounce this. Tamara Morrison, who was Django Fett in uh, Attack of the Clones. Right? Correct. And then right. plays all the uh, all, all the, the clones, clones. In, in the third one. Uh, so he's got a you know kind of a good look. I, it's hard to imagine. Bald and red skin. You know what's funny is if you look on uh, IMDb, he actually does. He did like a what was it Maori movie or uh, okay because he, he is a Maori. He's Maori, and so they had one where he was completely bald. He was like playing like a native or something completely bald. And I looked at it and I went, Oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see Abin Sir right there. Okay, okay. wow, cool. So, um, but it's gonna suck because you know he's gonna be in the movie for five seconds and be all and let's say he's gonna sound like a clone. You know, so no, they could start with him. They, he, he stretches out to ten. No, and I think minutes. was it. Was it you and I were, were having a discussion about how, you know, it's weird that they're bringing in all these, all these different lanterns already? Because uh, right. Jeff Johns twi- tweeted that he, had, uh, he saw Salak. And uh, so that's, that's the, Spock's father, right? No, that, no, that's the big pickle. Oh, we, okay. we were saying what you want to do is you want to tell his story and do but a see, sunset and but I bring them all the in thing at is, the end. But they have Sinestro, they have Mark Strong, but he's right. not the villain. Hector Hammond is the villain. Yeah. So I think they are. It, I think they are pacing it well. If I mean, of course, in this day and age, when a character walks on and says, "Hello, I'm Sinestro," and someone does, but what if he it, said, so, "Hello, my name's like Sinestro Johnson." Like, it wouldn't be that. Then he'd be a little. You don't have to call me Sinestro. <laughs> he'd be a little less menacing, right? Hey, how's it going? Sinestro uh, I think Goldberg. We just accidentally caused Troy Benson's nose to bleed with that joke. What? So, uh, anyway. Um, so we know that. How are you doing? Casting. Sinestro Johnson. You can Sinestro call Johnson. me Jay. Um, and uh, the Muppet movie. It's not really called the Muppet movie, but the relaunch of the Muppets. They're back. Film. They're back. 
Were the script- and have we had a decent Muppet movie in a long time? No. Has there been a decent <laughs> movie since the Muppet movie? Well, I mean, movie? like, the last one movie was, like, Muppet... Muppets in Space in 1999. Was that, was that the last one? That's the Wasn't last there a Muppet, Muppet pirate one or something? Treasure, uh, Treasure Island. Island. That was in 1994. Okay. Yeah. No, and Muppets those have all kind of sucked, right? Muppets in Space was the last one, 1999. I Treasure Island was okay. Never saw it. But it was okay. Yeah. But you're right. It was right. a waste the, of the, a perfectly good The first one was sober. obviously the best one. But they were those last ones were more geared towards just getting the kid market and sure. being kind of half-assed. And, and, uh, but Jason Siegel, who was in who was in How to... Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and, and, and How I Met Your Mother. Uh, and uh, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, he pitched to And Disney. Allison Hannigan. Aren't they dating? Mm. No. Oh, I thought they were. No, they're married. They're married. Met your mother. The no, they, I thought are. they were married in real life. No, no, no they're not. No, she's she's married to Wesley from uh, yes from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. Is she really? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trust us. We know oh, our Hollywood I know. gossip. We know our Angel and Buffy gossip. Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, on the show then. Right. What was I saying? Anyway, he pitched Disney a screenplay for a, a Muppet revival. They bought it. Surprise, surprise, they decided to announce this week that they will cast him in the lead, in the human lead. Mm-hmm. And it is being directed by, you've got to give me the notes. Get those notes oh, out. Oh, let's get the notes uh, out. It's being directed by uh, his the guy he pitched it with, whose name is? James Bobbin. James Bobbin, who's directed a lot of Flight of the Concords. Oh, okay. So, could be funny. A deceptively uh, complex show. I mean, it's not it's not as simple as it looks. And that is exactly the commentary I wanted to hear from yeah. you. Have That's you, a quote you, you put on the, the poster. No, you gave it to me, and I have okay. not had a chance to watch it. But, it's, uh, every show has a an amazing parody in it. It's a pretty funny show. Integrated Brilliant. show. Yeah, smart. Dialogue's really good. Yeah. So, very good. The uh, only problem is it's got these New Zealanders in it. So. Are you guys using the Windex for the show? Or are you no. To keep it clean? We'll be drinking Windex that later. We're just spraying everything with Windex to uh, heal. We do shots. Keeping it clean with Windex. Right. Um, it's crystal rain. Mm. So we also, between Lon and myself, we saw three exciting movies this week. Did we not? We did. Three. Oh, between the three of us. Be- uh, between the, the two, two of us, us three means movies. We saw three movies. Three movies in the two. You of saw us? two. I saw two. We crossed over. That means oh, three. Oh, right. Yeah. He just speaks so fast. I do. First okay. thing that uh, we can talk about that I saw on Saturday in IMAX 3D. Okay. How to Train Your Dragon, or ah. as the commercials are calling it, dragons. dragons. Um, first of all, despite the oddity of Vikings growing up to have Scottish accents, <laughs> it was a great excuse to use some great Scottish actors. Gerard Butler is in it. They've not Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler has not done a thing. They've not done anything about the voices. But Jay Baruchel is the uh, main character, young boy, Viking boy named Hiccup. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that's cute. That is cute. Uh, so uh, Gerard Butler plays his father. Craig Ferguson. Plays the village blacksmith. Nice. That's a good. He's one. hilarious. And then I didn't even realize this until the credits. David Tennant Yay. is one of the Vikings. <laughs> He's the one who can uh, teleport and uh, move uh, yes, backwards uh, yes. and forwards in time, and, and speaks with a strangely British accent, an estuary <laughs> accent. No, in his full-on native Scottish accent. So, wow. um, but none of the children have Scottish accents. In fact, the blonde, the blonde Norse girl that uh, Hiccup has a crush on is actually voiced by America Ferrera. Ugly oh, no. Mexican? No. Hey, Viking? settle down. <laughs> yeah. um, Lon Lopez, learn, settle down. Learn to live with them, Lon. Yeah. Okay. Make your peace. You all can't right. get away from them. Well, she all like, hey, let's go train our dragon. And say, yay, yay, yay. Like that? No. Or? Not yeah. at all. <laughs> Once again, that remark oh, was Lon God. Lopez. What? Therefore has a right. Um, okay. That I do not. No, I, I thought it was a really entertaining film. They brought in Roger Deakins, a great cinematographer, to uh, 
actually teach all the animators how to deal with light on surfaces and really change the look. And he worked on Wall E as well. Okay. Uh, and so it's a beautiful movie. Is it? I guess the art style looks a little simplistic to me. Yeah, the dragons look really simplistic. They look. They're, they reminded me very much. They look of, like bats. I think what they were doing was taking various different cultures, uh, interpretations of dragons. So there's one that looks very Chinese. Oh, okay. One oh. one looks. They were trying so to make. Racist they were trying, they were trying to make the main dragon look more like a dog. Racial representation because a pa- because a pa- is not necessarily oh, so racism. Are, so there are very di- uh, there are a lot of different species of dragons. So I think they're from, they're basically dragon designs from all around the okay. world. Um, but the but just the environment totally sucked me in, and uh, I don't know if you necessarily have to see it in IMAX, but definitely. 3D, it's worth it. Not every movie is worth it. Was in this 3D. made for 3D or yes. is it 2D a lot of converted? Yes. Dragons. It was not converted. It's, it was made. That's pissing me off. It by is. the way, is there fire comes at you in the 3D? No, they don't shoot they it don't that way. Fire? It's more like what Up did and what Bolt did from Disney. Is okay, they it, poop it is, out? You are looking in, and there are some shots of the dragons flying through the air. Which I'm sure Avatar had that feeling, but I didn't yeah. see it in 3D. Where it's you just totally yeah, I was get. Why you didn't get will I get seasick if I watch it? I don't know. Mm. But when they fly over the water, I mean, you just you see the depth. It's like it's like being on a ship, looking out into okay. this into this world, and it's. So what you're saying is a good movie to see all messed up. Is what no, you're saying. I thought it was actually a really good family oh, film okay. too. Is it Troy was, still here? It was really solid. I okay, thought, cool. uh, yeah, yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in uh, you know, for a late March release, I'm thinking we're going to get a lot of crap stuff, and this turned out to be really good. I was, oh, dude! I was summer, summer keeps getting. You know, I mean, because yeah, this earlier could, this, and earlier. This could have been a June release. Okay, mm. and, you know, it was. It, it's a really solid film. So that's one. That's one. Then Lawn saw. We can't say much about it, but on I can't Monday, even say what I saw. But let's just say it sounds like Ick Bass. Ick so, Bass. So did it take a foot and put it in your butt? I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Derek. That's inappropriate. <laughs> Again, there's yet, a lady. I'm sorry, here. you're right. Jeez. I'm sorry. I was describing just an average Saturday night for you. Uh, uh, it's Tuesday, actually. We can say it. And uh, it was hello a, hello so, to my club out there. So number three. Well, we can say it. we can say what you saw. Long I saw, saw Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Oh, okay, you can say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie in preparation for WonderCon when the entire cast will be there. And, and by the way, that email did not say. The interviews were going to be at WonderCon. Okay, no, so. I'm not. But don't come on. They might listen to this. They don't listen. Okay. No, but it's okay. Anyway, hoping we're we're hoping that Lon will get a chance to sit down with some of the people, the cast in Kickass. And I can't say anything, right? I can't give any. Did you like it? I think I think we can say that much. Did you like it? Here's I here's. I will repeat what screen. I said to the sweet young lady PR person. Was that Shannon? Shannon. Shannon. She's she's wonderful. By she the is way. great. She's if great. she's I listening, yeah. Uh, I told her I think you have a winner here. So I will just leave you with and that. And you can quote me? Um, probably. Yeah. So. Okay. It's, be- it's not as good as my other quotes that you'll be hearing soon. Yes. But. Uh, and and uh, although Shopboy already saw it, Lon and I last night went to see Hot Tub Time Machine. By the uh, way, did you hear Shopboy cut his hair? I saw it. I have not seen it. Oh, I'm sad. I'm scared. Shopboy <laughs> no longer has the long flowing no, locks. Oh, Shopboy, why? Don't oh, grow back. Why? Don't grow back. <sighs> It's awful. But anyway. I know how Nancy Kerrigan feels. Uh, but, Why? But now Why? Hot Tub Time Machine. We had a Hot Tub Time Machine. Hilarious. Let's go out on a limb. Say uh, better than, than the Hangover. The ha- oh. I was going to say that. I'm sorry. Okay. But then you La- say it. You say it. But then Lon and I are like the only two males in America who thought The Hangover wasn't that great. I didn't, not that great, but just it was not, funny. It didn't I live liked, up to everybody else's I hype. I liked The Hangover. I just didn't think it was the funniest movie ever. I agree. 
and Hot Tub Time Machine wasn't exactly the funniest movie ever, but I laughed a lot. I laughed more at Hot Tub Time Machine. Although it, it does fall apart. It's, it's, but it's so... But that's the thing, though. It's, it's pretty much once they give you that wink... Yeah. They, it's, you, they just kind of... Bye, everybody. Bye. Once they give you that wink... Yeah. You, it you pretty matter. much just go, look, guys, you're along for a fun ride. Just listen about, to the it's jokes. It's all about the laughs. Yeah. Have the fun. And, and you know it was what? very funny. Craig Robinson in a, probably like his first big... I don't know, kind of starring role almost? Well, I was or? thinking if you compared this to, like, uh, The Hangover, as far as hopefully the hype and the rea- response to it is, this is really big for Craig Robinson. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's pretty much mostly, I mean, it's probably hyped as a John Cusack movie, but... Well, he produced it, yeah. Yeah, but you're more focused on Craig Robinson and, and even uh, Cordry, right? And I didn't really realize this. It is basically loosed, uh-huh, Not loosely based as a remake of Hot Dog, the movie. Is it really? I didn't hear oh that. my god! I saw that movie, and 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 so I read this article today uh, on the screen. So it's like it's like Back to the Future into the hot dog, hot dog the movie, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a, a bad teen sex comedy, eighties movie. movie about a about snow patrol. Yeah. yeah, and even down to and I, this is not a spoiler because they've been saying it in interviews like crazy now. Billy Zabka, who was William the, William Zabka, who was the oh. bad guy Karate Kid. in Karate Kid. And was in a couple of these bad sex comedies too from the eighties. Uh, shows up and has a very very lengthy cameo. And, and I was looking at it going, it's more a guest appearance. Is it, yeah, yeah. Is this is that who I think it is? And it was just <laughs> hilarious. Crispin Glover, who of course was in Back to the Future, yeah, shows up as in a very hilarious. I, mean, I, I yeah, just, yeah. It's hard to. I mean, you don't want to give too much away, no, but I it mean, is so funny. It's, as long a, as you don't expect it to actually make sense, if, it's funny. I, I'd also say, too, if you're a fan of the 80s movies, fan of the 80s like comeback that's going th- going on right now. And I worked at a series of movie theaters through, in college through the 80s, and I think I saw all those bad movies because <laughs> I didn't have to pay for any of them. So, yes, I am a, I am a connoisseur of those horror movies. Yeah. I have a DVD set of 10 of those put together in one DVD. Wow. Wow. Is Spring Break on there? I don't know. Let me oh, let me look. Okay. Let me look. I'll check tonight and I'll email you. Let you know. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know my chauffeur is on it. Uh, is there anything in there with uh, Andrew Scott? No, I don't know. We'll check. Anyway, okay. so it was. Uh, it was. I, it was I thought it was hilarious. I think it's going to be a huge. I mean, if if it gets people to go see so it, it's not in 3D. It's not IMAX. Thank God. No. You know what it is? It's just a funny movie. Okay. Good. Oh. I that seems too hostile to you. No. The love is gone. I was, I, and, you know, I will say this though: it's it's juvenile and silly and stupid, but it, that's everything I, I was, want in a I was comedy. Playing so. to make your point. Rob Corddry is brilliant in that movie. Yeah, he's he awesome. So hilarious. And he gave an interview this week. He wants to be a superhero in The Boys, in the film adaptation of The Boys. Which which one does he want to play? I don't know, but he said he read the script and he wants in on it. And I'm thinking, watching that last night, I'm going yes, because there's something weird about Rob Corddry when you put him in hair. Yeah, <laughs> like he does look like from one he angle he any, is he handsome. He can't be in the standard crew because you know Simon Pegg's got to be. No, no, not one of the boys. He wants to be one of the superheroes. He wants right, to be one right. of the a holes. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, so uh, it's, no, he could be any number of those guys. Yeah. Well, okay. Did you guys talk about that already? We, I think we did. Uh, okay. Lon just made a note about Dar- about the third Batman film, and we, we kind of talked about it yeah. on the call-in did show. Did you talk about how he wants to end it? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, on did. the call-in show. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So let's move to uh, to television a bit. Uh, without Mario here, do we really want to talk about Lost? You know what? That guy called so me out. He did call you out. called me out on that show. Call him back out. Give him a shout-out. Well, I was going to say that... 
See, you and I can talk about loss, and and Derek can make the homophobic jokes. Okay, let's do that. (laughs) Cue the romantic music. Now, um, no, but first of all, Mario, if you are listening, I I love your enthusiasm for the show. It's awesome. It it almost gets my love for the show back. I, I don't know, Rick. You've been you've been you're up to date, right? Oh, totally. Now, Rick's probably kind of more favorable to the show than I am right now. I'd say definitely because uh, I've been really not disappointed, but just I've been getting less than I wanted in the first few episodes. Because if I might say, you've been finding it a little too formulaic. Maybe formulaic, and maybe just in the sense that I'm finding out a lot of stuff that I felt like I already knew, uh-huh. and I wanted to find out stuff that I don't know yet. They, However, it's kind of like they hint it hard, then they show it, and then they have the character actually admit it. And those are three different episodes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think my biggest problem is is you know every episode was pretty much there's a mission for some character to do. He spends the whole episode walking through the jungle, you know, trying to get to the the destination. Then he gets to the destination, and then at the end, you get a little bit of revelation, and then it's the end of the show. You know, and it was like. You know, I wanted I wanted something more. Now, with that being said, last night I finally got it, which was a complete Richard Alpert. Is it Alpert or Albert? Alpert. Alpert. Alpert-centric uh, episode. Ricardo. Yes, Ricardes, Ricardes. I think is what they yes. called him. But um, fantastic. What do you think of it? Um, I was going to go with my complaint about the show. Okay, let's do that first. Um, Dude, dramatic hand gestures tonight. Yeah, That's awesome. I, I, what I'm, well, we've got to get back in the rhythm. You know what? Because this week was International Talk Like William Shatner Day. Was it really? Yeah. His birthday okay. was Monday. Oh. Well, I think that's great. <laughs> really? So we're going to go ahead and, and Finish talk. your complaint. I want like, you to finish your complaint. Like, I can't do Shatner. So my complaint is that you could do you. this season they've been doing all that flash sideways stuff right. to the alternate thing. This last episode had none of that. Right. And I didn't miss it at all. Oh, thank God. I and know. And I was thinking, what if they didn't have that? I don't. I, there better be some awesome payoff from having that in the show because it's not building anything. Well, I want to throw. It's just throwing in a bunch of different continuity that doesn't make any sense other than it's ironic in well, a lot of cases. Well, I want to throw something out to Mario, and if Mario's listening, I have I have one for him. Ooh. So all these flash sideways nerd fight. Go ahead. Well, no, it's not really a challenge or anything. It's just I want his opinion on this. All those flash sideways. You notice how when they always come out of them, they always play like a different. Kind of, there's a different sound effect they play to go in and out of right, them, sure. and it's reminiscent of the black smoke uh, kind of appearance. Maybe. So I'm wondering if these flash sideways are the alternate universe to where if the black smoke guy had got his out. way or got off the island or whatever, if that's somehow connected to. See, I don't think the flash setting, sideways. I don't think they're setting up very well because a lot of them are actually having very good lives. Well. And Hurley, maybe that's for example, part of the. And maybe that's around. yeah. Maybe that's part of the. Maybe that's kind of going to be part of the flip. You know. Although maybe I, Jacob is the bad guy. You I know did, what I mean? I did like to see. I like the Sawyer as a cop series. Well, that's the thing. The, the the side the side stories are interesting, but do you feel like you're learning anything they're, new they're about just the like, characters? Like, what no, if, I don't. They're like what if char- what if shows with uh, the same characters that we want? Right, but you're still right. learning the same. It's almost like they're just saying, "Hey, look." The characters can be in a totally different scenario, right. and they're still going to—they're still destined to run into each other. They're still going to have the same yeah. character, and it's one of those things where, like, look from day—you know, maybe after the first season, I already had a sense of who the characters were. Right. 
I want to know what's up with the freaking island and all the crazy stuff, and you're so not was, telling me all that. So that was, thank you for agreeing so much with my complaint about it. Um, what I'm in, really enjoying about the show, romance. Yes, yes. That, what I'm really enjoying about the show is is the speed at which they're revealing things. That when they are revealing things, and I'm not as bothered by the the running through the jungle stuff as you are. I know. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the vision became all too real. What? I'm sorry. So, okay. I just imagined you on a white rug, just kind of. How about a right, a right, a white horse riding towards Rick? No, I'm no. on a white horse. <laughs> so scared. But uh, I'm on a horse. Else. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm gonna watch it to the bitter end. Yep. And maybe it'll all come together. Because after an episode like last night, you know, if, if if we got seven or eight more of those to look forward to. I'm excited, but looking at the trailer for next week, it looks like it's going to be Sun's flashback or flash sideways, and it's like I don't want any more of these. Just start telling me. You know what's? And- but what's amazing to me that that show is they they in the season before this last one they kept on bringing out characters from the people who were on the plane with them that hadn't had the stories yet. So mm-hmm. they brought people into mm-hmm. the main group and then they disposed of them. And then, okay. but before before. The trawler showed up, and they had the escape. Uh, the the uh, seven got off the island. There were a lot of people on that island still, mm-hmm. and they're gone now. Yep, they're gone. It's a gone. dangerous island. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing that's a different gone. show. And the biggest thing is, and we won't. I don't want to spoil this, but uh, pretty much Jacob explained what the island was. Yes, and okay, we'll leave it. At, we'll leave it there. It. Leave, let there yep. be some mystery for the thirty years. From or now he when I gave. Get to watch an, it. He gave an explanation as to what the island was. Okay. Yeah, but I almost think it's pretty darn close to an well, explanation. Instead of so. flash sideways, how about flash forward? Flash came forward back came week. back last week. Now, see, hour. I'm out of this show, so I get to watch the Love Fest. All right, good. Well, I'm the only one. Who's I seen haven't it. watched it yet. So they. Well, no, they brought it back, and they brought it back with. That was a show that when it started off, it had a great first first couple of episodes and then it kind of slogged down bogged down I almost dropped it and then they finished off the season strong they picked up the pace they brought in more conspiracy this this uh, first two episodes that started last week man they were they were full of uh, re- reveals and additional crazy characters that uh, that really I mean it's it's breathed a whole new life into that show I'm very excited to watch it yeah very excited. I think I'm going to wait for the DVDs the DVDs are out for the first half of the season Oh, I hate when they do it, which is a new marketing thing. It is. Yeah. I hate when they, they, they did that so with Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Yeah, season, season one, one, part one. They did it with Glee too. So because yeah. they, oh. they I don't market. understand the appeal of Glee. I love it. <laughs> no, that was a community. Have you been watching <laughs> Community? Yeah, that was did you see last week's Community? Yes. Where he's like, "You're gold blooming," oh, and he's just all, I, 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 don't. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> community is by far my favorite show it on TV right been now. You. Yeah, I, I love I, that I, show. I am loving community. So flash forward. You go get the DVDs and watch it. And then, uh, I'll have to wait. I, yeah. I, think a, I think it's a good show. Uh, v is about to return, right? Yeah, uh, it returned. returned last return. night. I haven't watched it. Okay. Can we wrap this up so I can go watch these things? Yeah. Before I pass out? You uh, put it on there. I did. I did. Yeah, all right. Was it good? <laughs> I didn't watch it. Oh. <laughs> Stephanie, did you watch it? No. Do I have to pay attention to you as you say these things? Yes. Okay. How about Doctor Who? I've watched it. The trailers. No one's watched it. You watch the trailers. Been tra- I watched the English trailers. and the American trailers I did too, and uh, I, I like the American trailer better. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's it, it's who you know how you market it to who you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Lon has some exciting toy news that I feel has to be shared. 
Oh, okay. And that um, is go. Pretty much um, the holy grail of geeky toys will Absolutely. finally be available. This is how many years in the making? So this is 30, 30 years. years in the making. The James Bond 007 briefcase? No. Um, no, but you're close. The Thunderball XL5 no. rocket ship no, with how, attachable no, front getting part colder. and robot let me give, pieces? Let me give you a hint. Okay. This is an action figure that was actually... Honey West. Let me give you the hint. <laughs> we have Lon back. We don't need you to play him. <laughs> it's good to see that I influence a lot of people. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, but I'm being on topic. This is uh, an action figure that was actually advertised okay. one And way. essentially existed as a myth. Yes. People claim that they got it, but they never, but did. They never did. This sounds like a riddle. Yeah, well, we want you to guess, guess. Rick. What? Uh, give me a decade. The, mm, 1980. Late 70s. Late 70s. Early 1980. 1980. Because it was a tie-in to a mail-away. It was a mail-away. Mail-away tie-in to a film sequel that was coming, introducing a character. Star who Wars had, character? Yes. You're getting warmer. Uh, oh God, I, know, I know what this one is, and the I can't greatest, think. Oh. The greatest Star Wars character of them all. Yoda? No. Yes, the mail-away Yoda. No, I'm kidding. I, we are talking about... Yes, say it. Say it. Boba Fett. But the toy we're talking about... Yes. Was the Boba Fett actually fired the rocket out of his backpack? Ah, which. But what happened a- was, before it could get produced, some other kid in Poughkeepsie or something. Choked on a suit with Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica Missile. had firing missiles and the kid choked on it. And so immediately Kenner shut down production of this toy. So 30 years later, Kenner or Hasbro, I think they yeah, are now. Hasbro, owns Hasbro who's doing all the Star Wars toys now. It would be great if they're finally going to send them off to all the kids to send in their coupons. Yes. <laughs> well, what's going to happen is in the fall, they're yeah. having a mail a mail away uh, <coughs> thing. You buy, the, uh, they've, and wow. the thing is, the sculpt is going to be the same as the original Star Wars toy, not the new sculpts that they have now. Right. So essentially, you can complete your collection from 30 years ago or whatever. And actually get the... The one the, I blew up with fireworks? Right. You can actually get the Boba Fett that fires the rocket. A little piece of me just came back to life. Yeah. So if Michal is listening, who I know he's a totally big Star Wars fan, and he hasn't heard this yet, Michal, change your underwear. Anyways. Thank um, you for that note. Yeah. Well, you know, next week, uh, I guess we can, we can still podcast, but it'll be before WonderCon, but not in time for WonderCon to be heard. So we'll just follow up on the news. That's all we've got for this week. Uh, look for us. We'll be wandering the floor at least... On April 2nd and 3rd. I don't know about the 4th ourselves being Easter, but we'll see. Um, and uh, so this is Derek McCaw. Hey, I want to I wanna, I wanna, I, yeah. I wanna put a note out there, God, too. You are being long tonight. Uh, <laughs> this one's for you. Um, Heroes of Science Fiction and Fantasy. The Doc. Doc's podcast yeah, we'll has been it. off the air for a little while. I'm hoping he's okay. Oh, that's a good point. Because in his last episode, he he said that he was going to have his interview with uh, Lon Lopez and Derek McCall. And then he never got to it? <laughs> and he has not We killed him! Oh, my God! We killed him! Oh, my God! We're sorry, Doc! <laughs> and it's been a couple of months. So, Doc, I, if, if things are bad, I hope they get better. I, and I, I want you to know... I at least listen to your podcast as opposed to the people who you interview. I so, listened to your podcast last week. Did you now? It killed me. Is that why you're angry <laughs> with me? <laughs> so, um, anyway, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, 
commentary. Write a new editor at fanboyplanet.com or... Or if you have any phone numbers, measurements, or dirty pictures, send them to... Sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Now chewing on chocolate. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. I'm Stephanie Rodriguez. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your, your powers only for good. good. Why are you looking at me? Because you're not saying anything. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Mics are on. Mics are hot. <laughs> don't say anything you don't want to yeah, be in the outtake. I've already gotten burned by the outtakes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I fixed it. That was fixed within 20 minutes of Derek telling me. <laughs> Thank goodness. Since, uh, the, uh, Andy and I took over the show. <laughs> the <outtake laughs> you show. took over the show? Andy and I did. Oh, you took over the outtakes. Andy was Derek. What time is McCaw supposed yeah. to be here? Okay. So do you have any other childhood friends that I might know? No. Really? You watched Lost last night? I did. Was that like finally a decent episode? Yeah, but it wasn't Lost. It was like Adventures of the Black Rock. Hey, tell I'll me take about that. Because I don't watch the program. I think that, that actor, though, he was... Uh, he was awesome. Awesome. With the, all the... Having to do the language stuff and the... Uh, that was an agonizing scene. Was Which it one? When he was pinned to the wall. Uh, oh, on the wall. The Although it was kind of stupid when he could get his face next to the nail, but he couldn't like couldn't spin around and get his, his foot on it. What, did the last turn of saw all of a sudden? Plus the other thing, like, he had kind all of. these extra clothes on. He could have like took off his this, you know, made a loop or something. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. Dude, come on. But then again, he was, you know, he speaks Spanish. He's not really as smart as us Americans. So. Yeah. So, plus, they didn't have the benefit of watching, like, the A-team or anything like we've had. Sure. He, he never or had the Brady Bunch. He never got the MacGyver. Uh, no, I mean, all you had to do was watch that Brady Bunch where they all took off their socks and tied them together and, you know, made the giant thing. You know? Yeah. But they didn't have that back then, so. Originally, it was much further away, and they had to take all their clothes off. See? We hope. <laughs> but what's funny is, is I was I forget where I was. I liked it, I liked Hurley speaking Spanish too. Uh, yeah. But uh, I was reading somewhere online, and somebody had said how I was going to bring this up tomorrow if I ever saw him. But they're saying how the island is like a four-letter word and has the word O in it, and so all these different people were coming up with different things. And a couple guys were like, "I think it's cork," and all these guys are saying cork and cork, and I was just all. That sounds that sounds right up the alley. And I was going to say, you know, mention it, but we haven't, like, podcasted in a couple weeks already. Right. So then when they showed it last night, I was like, son of a bitch, those guys were right. I'm going again Friday, then my wife goes. I think that's brilliant, too. So I get one day. Waste of wine. Well, this is the last season of it, right? This is the last season. There's seven shows left. They're going to try to. All the questions are going to be answered. That's not what they're saying. Or is it going to be like Sopranos and there's still going to be more questions? Yeah, last night they answered how the Black Rock got there, how the statue got destroyed, what the island is. Yeah. 
Fairgrounds. Well, is it a burial ground? I mean, in a sense, from in a, in a, from his point of view, poetic sense. Yeah, from his point and of view. And I love too how they gave the nod to all those people who, for the longest time, were going, "Oh, well, everybody on the island's dead, and they're in hell," you know. And so he kept saying that last night, and you know he was just speaking figuratively, but like you know there were people at home shitting their pants, going, "Oh my God, I was right." Yeah, the ones that won't let go, even though. Uh, I knew it. There is a heaven and hell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the the uh, was it Cameron uh, Cameron Manheim? No, Cameron Diaz. No, the two guys, Carlton Cruz and um, Damon Lindelof. Yeah, they did a podcast like two seasons ago, and in that, I believe they did say that it is not hell; it's not purgatory. Yeah, no, they've said that publicly so many times. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was funny they threw that line in. Yeah, as a way to just kind of you know. Smack off all the yeah, jokes or joker jokesters that said that. Allergy medicine. Something with C. Claritin. There you go. He's <laughs> doing a crossword puzzle? or that takes Give me three down now. Five letters. Three down is a term for Are you blogging over here? What? A term for blackjack. A terror for blackjack. A term for blackjack. Three down. Yeah, it's totally hot. It's adult language. You want another one? I gotta save one for Derek. I don't know what's inside. It's a surprise. Wait, what color did Steve get? Or no, what color did you get? Yellow. Let's see if yellow. Let's see if yellow is the. Uh, Look at that. <gasps> you're welcome. It's chocolate and peanut butter, and you're allergic to peanuts. They make you swallow up. He's lying. You have that peanut aspiration thing. No, she has the penis. So, oh, that does make her choke, doesn't it? Penis mighty. And swallow up. <laughs> what? What? Oh, that was perfect. Was that being recorded? Yes. High five. Oh. High five tonight. What? To me? I don't have five, sorry. I'll give you a high five, but I'm not a fiver. I'll give you a bash. Okay. I'm a bash, brother. Did uh, Flash Blackest Night finish? Yeah, did. What was what was the whole story point of that? It was mostly the uh, the villains. It was mostly the rogues. The rogues fighting dealing with the dead, uh, dead rogues. Yeah. And there's the blue flash, Saint Flash, or, or no, blue flash is hope. Right. Yeah, I know. Or is Fat and Flash is compassion, isn't he? No, he was hope. Is he hope? Well, who's Indigo? Wonder Woman. No, she's passion. She's love. Adam. What? Yeah. I'm not sure. Who yeah, was the yeah. I think you're right. I think Adam was. Atom. And the second group of lanterns they all made in Black as Night. The ones that paired up with the. Oh, why are we even talking to this guy? Jesus, no. I fucking iconic I know. That's what I'm saying. So he isn't even caught up on Gilligan's Island because he can't find the third season. Well, I'm gonna ruin it for you. They never get off the island. And the Globetrotters? They're on there twice. How they get off? Thanks for adding the clarification. I was going to say the New Jersey Generals. No, that's the Washington Generals. Washington Generals. Sorry, whatever. Hey, the Harlem Globetrotters have lost. 
Have they? Yes. To the robots? Not to the generals. They lost to uh They actually played a serious basketball game against uh, Arizona like a couple years ago. They lost. Well, of course. They're not real basketball players. They're novelty players. They're showmen. They play high school faculty. Um, I don't know if that's even legal in the NBA. I want you to talk from a ladder. You know who I want to see the Globetrotters face? A team Transformers? Of the Stars? No, a team of the NBA uh, mascots. The ones who are always running around and jumping off the trampolines and doing all the slamming and crazy. Yeah, add him and then like the Golden State Warrior or whatever his name is. Thunder and then throw in the Philly fan. You know what I mean? So. Golden State Warriors are for sale. Good stuff. I gotta, you recording this, Rick? Okay. I am. Just in case. The Golden State Warriors Just in case I say a gem. Capture it forever. Well, let's see. You're on two. Might as well start adjusting. Right now with the, uh, the NCAA tournament is the team I picked to win lost in the first round. Yeah, that would that would be a big problem. Yeah. I give myself credit. Though. I only I only had one team. I had Test. no one seed teams Test. in the final four. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to it. So, is Kickass only available in hardcover right now? The collected, yeah. It's not trade yet. No. That's a rip-off. Well, that's the way it always is. Well, well, unless they go straight to trade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the they trade. They might do that before the movie comes out. They'd be, if they were smart, they would. When does it come out? Uh, April 16th. What's his name? I don't know. Anna, who's the guy who just left? What's his name? Anna. Gee, he's gone. Good. For those in podcast land, oh, Frampton has just arrived. Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is she really afraid that he's going to think his name's Frampton? We know mm-hmm. Unless Santa shuts down the store in time. There he is. Joffrey? Yeah. Were you going to be able to, uh, were you going to be hanging around until Derek gets here? Yeah. Because we have no idea when Derek's getting no, here. You're here until like we shut down tonight, right? Yeah. Oh, baby. There's somebody oh, else who isn't Derek. He's just a responsible baby. Hey, little, Brian. hey, little baby. Hello. See, he looked. Frampton. Can you explain something to me about Lost? I can try. There's two islands, right? Yes. So when one moves, they both move? I think so. Do you think they're, like, connected as one island? I think that they're probably on the same kind of a toll kind of construction for the island. So it's kind of like here, but then there's an island. Like, it's connected, like, down yeah. underneath, but it's two islands. Like, yeah. Because they've basically shown the island not being there, and they don't show Island Part 2 there. So. Can you say that again? They've shown the water when the island had disappeared. Right, and there wasn't anything left. There was nothing else out there. Got it. Got it. Do you want to dial me in? Sure. Let's see. You're on, too. Um, hello. Checking. Try enunciating. Hey. Hi, everyone. There's a little baby over here. And he's spitting up all over the place. Not all over the place. What? No, I want to look at the little baby. Keep talking. Hello, hello, Jack. So, um... 
I think we should petition right now for Nestor Carbajal to get a and get an Emmy nomination at least as like a guest appearance on a ongoing or something like that for his appearance on Lost last night. What do you think? And Dave worked with him. I'm uh, I'm ambiguous to it. Uh, ambiguous to ambivalent, ambivalent to. I'm ambiguously ambivalent. I just think that if that, I mean, there's a lot of people on that show that should have got not like the guy who plays Sawyer's been doing his best work. Yeah. Uh, the Juliet last season should have got nominated for some that last uh, that uh, season finale. She was awesome. You know, Terry O'Quinn. He he's been nominated once, but he didn't win, right? I don't recall him being nominated. Yeah, he got nominated once, I think, and he should have won because he's phenomenal. Uh, the guy who plays Ben is always good. I mean, do that. No, whole, he's excellent. I mean, that whole crew should be just tearing it up. Yeah. So it better be like Return of the King. They better throw a whole bunch of awards at him at, at the end. end. Yeah. yeah. The next year at the Emmys should be Lost Year. Evangeline Lilly. Not so much. No, she's cute. Good looking. They should give her an award for that. Yeah. Give her like a like a special award best for hotness. Fre- best freckles in a in a recurring drama. Or like best best wearing of a tight baby doll t shirt. I think is a, yeah. Because her, hers are tight week after week. Yeah, and they get tighter. Yeah. Yeah. Derek's here. I didn't hear the horns as he approached. He didn't eat imperial margarine. So. They used to crack me up, that one. Yeah, I read this a long time ago. Those are the good old days. If it looks like butter, but it's not. No, I didn't make it. What? If, if it looks like butter. If it tastes like butter, but it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, if it looks like butter, it looks like not, butter. You're in trouble. Yeah. Either that or you're in a porn movie. I don't know. Okay. Oh... Well, pull up a chair. You're looking like Look, you don't think you were expected. It comes and it goes. No, it says my, my email stopped functioning at three. So. Oh, okay. Okay. You just have to say through the whole thing. All right. But Stephanie can. All right. You should be at the mic. So an atom is very, very small. <laughs> Our atom is very, very large. No, that was my tribute to Phil Hartman's Peter Graves. Uh, all right. Did you get my mail with the suggested topics? Okay. His mail's been out since 3 p.m. Well, I sent it before 3, but he just didn't check it before 3. That's all. I'm, I'm not being well, I'm judge- sorry. When I got out of class, yes, I discovered at 3 o'clock. I'm not being started. judgmental. I'm explaining, Mom. I mean, Derek. Wow. You just got here, and oh you got a God. taste of it. Got, oh, yeah. Derek just got pwned. Oh, if you're right, I'm sure that's what you can say. Oh, this is the one I got. Okay. So I'm sorry, it has been a really, really bad day. I believe you. It's been a bad day for us all. I've been looking forward to seeing your bright and funny, shiny face. Imagine that I worked in your department. You'd kill yourself already. So, I'm saying. Okay. That's how I feel right now. All right. DC. And you heard about Robbie, right? <laughs> Rob Culp. He died? He died yeah. today. Yep. Oh, my. We should have saved that for the podcast. No, yeah. we shouldn't. No. No, I. 
When? Today. Well, today, okay. How? Uh, in his home, I think. Uh. His last words were something about Stephanie, though. I think it was really weird. He's all, Comic-Con, Stephanie. Uh. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys told me. But, yeah, I've had a chance to... Um, so this is kind of weird. This is the first time that somebody I've actually... Uh, somebody famous you've actually you known. Out with, sort of. You weren't friends. He doesn't remember you. <laughs> he certainly doesn't now. Yeah, exactly. But could you give me just a little? I know. Give Derek. Give Derek this a really minute. The first time that somebody I've known. Fess Parker died. Do you want? Do you need a minute for that? Okay. <sighs> Dude, they always come in threes. Fess Parker, Peter Graves, Robert Cohn. Holy shit! Eerie. Eerie. Uh, Culp dies at 79, actor... Yeah, I was thinking he hadn't turned 80. Oh, I've been bugging you for the last month for him. Culp fell and hit his head while taking a walk outside the Hollywood home. He was found by a jogger who called 911 and pronounced dead at Hollywood. Are you serious? Autopsy Damn. Is who was that? That's probably the way he wanted to go, though. Oh, uh, probably. Something like yeah, that. trip. Well, no, but you know. I mean, a head wound. You, mean. you know what I mean? Like, that's a cool way to go out. Long, long time friend Hugh Hefter, who was introduced to cult by Cosby. Culp was a regular to weekly gathering of friends at the Playboy Mansion. You were trying to get into the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Yeah, that's good bonding. Hey, buddy, get me into the mansion. No, it was that we were talking about because he the weekly movie night. He was very much like he appeared to be, said Hefner. He's the one who came up with the tongue-in-cheek motto for when the guys got together. Gentlemen, gentlemen, be of good cheer, for they are out there and we are in here. Played Bill Maxwell on The Greatest American Hero. Oh, did he? Comic by Derek McCaw. What? You you posted a bunch of people though. How many of those people are still alive? Okay, well, you think you call? You think you should call? Uh, <laughs> yeah, watch out, Bill. I've it's hard to tell if they were close. Yeah. But you just say it that way. I don't know if you were close, but I I know you had to. You, you worked together. And <coughs> you do not like me here. Are you going to sit over at the mic or what? Okay. Why don't you come up to the mic so I can do a mic check on you? And So I've already dialed Lon in. And, and Stephanie has not yet... See, you've traumatized the girl. I don't yell. I just have this, I have this deep voice. Everyone says I yell. So commanding. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. No? The, the Lady Gaga one? <laughs> what? 
Have you seen Telephone, her video? No. She goes, let's make a sandwich. Ah. Right in the middle of it. No, I was going with the uh, Joey from from uh, Friends. I don't watch it. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Okay. Ever. You've never watched Friends? No, I've never watched Friends. <laughs> well, keep talking. I'm talking. Hi, Rick. How are you? I'm doing okay. Cool. And then on TV, I am here. This is actually the second comic book store I've been in. Today? Yes. You went to the one in Fremont? or Milpitas. Milpitas? Yeah. But that was the first time in three months that I was actually in a store. Okay. Got very excited. Because you got home and your mom had bought you all your comics. Yes, there was a nice, beautiful stack waiting for me Wow. in my room. Wow. Are we doing our one Awesome. Well, because it's the only time we're going to be for one. Uh, so. Big nasty or better? Uh, oh, yeah. Hi, Lon. Hello, how are you? I'm doing quite well. How is the, I, I how is the Southern today. California sun treating you? It was fabulous. I can't remember well, the actress's name. Oh, now. yeah, spring break. There That's was somebody who quoted um, who yeah. Big Barda was based on. Because I have nowhere else to spend it except <laughs> here. Yeah, I never put <laughs> that together. That's, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I went and looked a lot of pictures of her and went, Oh my god. Did you get a room for uh, yeah, Comic Con yeah. yet? Um, I did, but my parents won't let me make the deposit because it's yeah, too Scott far Free away. Yeah, Scott Free was a tribute to early So you're waiting for something closer? Or? Yeah. Um, okay. I think, yeah. I, think, I, I think I'm going to put a more time. We'll, Are you going by yourself? A bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, if you don't mind, I follow you guys. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you should yeah. tag along with the group. Yeah. Oh, I got right. Yeah, like the hotel well, that I got was we'll eight miles away, so and my here. parents said no, somewhere yeah. closer. They're willing to so. pay yeah. for something more expensive if it's like a block. And didn't you have like a hookup? Yeah, I did, but that didn't go through. It's Joffrey, right? My cousin and I are still talking though, so it's good. Let's destroy the family. How do I pronounce it? Suarez. Suarez. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to do our opening. We're going to introduce the standard panel. Then Stephanie's going to jump out, and you'll come into this mic. Okay. And then we'll do the interview with you, and then we'll come back in. For the, okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. It's a baby. Sounds good. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Uh, let me use the bathroom. Behold, the only thing greater. Oh, you're facing the wrong it's way. It's so cute. <laughs> well, I'm Lion having, King. I was going to say, I'm having oh, Lion yeah. King flashbacks <laughs> right here. Lon's not old enough for Roots. Yeah. Whoa. Really? <laughs> You're not. I'm half. Event. I'm part black. Okay. No, you want to do not. Cannot claim <laughs> every minority. Oh. <laughs> not if. Not if you'd wash. I just want to piss uh, piss off Derek. So. Yeah. There's a thing. I remember roots when Kunta Kinte is born. They his, showed it in history. His class. father holds yes, him up, looking into the sky, and he says, "Behold, the only thing greater than yourself." <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't think that's what she's doing. I no, think, she's not. Look, <laughs> look at all the blood rushing. She's to the trying kid's to scare head. the kid. <laughs> think she's. She thinks she's choking him out. Behold, head rush. Behold. Mm. <laughs> and uh, scene. What? <laughs> huh, so how long have you been back in town? Since last Friday night. Is the weather as nice here as it was down south? No, it was, it was nearly 90 degrees. Holy crap. <laughs> and so it's I, better. I had no shorts. I only had pants, so I wanted to cry. Wow. Yeah. And so that just means shopping. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to sing the answer back. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I went stir crazy for about two days waiting for my flight. Yeah. I had actually finished all my final essays two days before they were due. And there's nothing to do in L.A. No, there isn't. <laughs> when you're alone, <laughs> everyone else is studying in the library for 14 hours straight. <laughs> I played Robert Unicorn. Oh, no. 
Robot Unicorn Attack on AdultSwim.com for about three hours. I haven't seen that game. Have you seen this game? I've heard of it. I haven't played it. Robot Robot Unicorn Attack. Yes. Okay. Is it is it better than what was it the Hooker Zombies one? I haven't played that one. Zombies, zombie hooker massacre or something like that. The hooker has to make it between trailers while the zombies try and catch. Yeah, something like that. And the other one, what's the other one like? One minute to kill yourself. Have you played that game? Oh, I've played. Yeah, I played that one every day. Or is it? What's it called? Is it one minute to pl- kill yourself? Oh, it's a computer oh. game. <laughs> yeah, it's on like Adult Swim. Adult yeah, Swim. no, I played oh, that. Yeah. You know, is it's that called what it's one called? minute? You have to walk through this office and find things and kill yourself uh. with them in different ways. Awesome. Yeah, like with a stapler. Yeah, with a stapler or the uh, paper fire cutter. extinguisher or paper cutter. You know. Those are really deep. Yes, they are. They are. Yes. You could lose a finger. Yeah, nearly. You should stay away from <laughs> I should. you should I actually almost got Your a paper color cutter should be pink with, I, <laughs> with, with with big big handles. I actually almost got a black eye from the paper cutter because <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a wait a minute! Let's. I just want. I want to think about this. I want to think about this statement a little bit. Stephanie just said that she almost got a black eye from the paper cutter. No, you don't understand. You You're right. I don't. Like no, because. It's is this, on a, it's is on this a, a Notre Dame flashback? No, it's at UCLA. No, the tradition continues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was a, I got a better paper cutter upstairs in our workroom because I said, <laughs> "Stephanie is my TA." <laughs> Do you really want her to risk cutting her arm off? And they went, <laughs> "We'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> it's got big bunny handles on it. Yeah. Pink. No, it's just a little slicer. You just go, you push it. Oh, good. Yeah, across. yeah. One of the one of the pizza so it cutters. Was no style. way. Yeah. Don't raise the don't raise the challenge. <laughs> There's no way you can. Oh, it's not a now. No. Now she's just a staff member on Fanboy Planet. Oh. <laughs> oh, <hey>. She's off. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's okay, what I say. We're ready to launch into this. What else did you add? Before? Yeah. Okay, so uh, go, uh, yeah, we're going to talk. Uh, uh, Lon didn't. You didn't have anything in comics, did you? Okay, uh, Do you want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy or what? Guardians oh. of the Globe? That was kind of funny. Yeah, guard is it Guardians of the Globe? Or is it, yeah, it is Guardians of the Globe. Because Global Guardians was the DC one. I guess, yeah. It, again, it was a Super Friends comic book spinoff. Ice, Fire and Ice were originally members of, of, oh, Gar- of okay. the Global Guardians. Um, and so I, okay, so the other thing we added, uh, you, got the, you had the CGI Popeye, Alon brought in. I remind that Tamura Morrison, who was Django Fett, is Abin Sur oh, in Green okay. Lantern. Okay. And the Muppet movie, Jason Siegel, uh, wrote the script and has now been cast in the lead, so they're just going to. So there's a big reel. And, and the director, is it the director of Flight of the Concords? I believe you. Yeah. Have, just keep your notes on hand because you've got the name and stuff. Uh, I never thought we'd just talk. Thank you. Good. <clears throat> Lost, Flash Forward V, and maybe the new Doctor Who trailers that came okay. out. Okay, did you watch Flash Forward? I, I didn't know it was on. Oh. I did. I have not had a Your chance. Your flashback a, didn't tell you that it was coming a, back on May, whatever, no. March. It's a two-hour... What day is it? Is it Wednesday? Yes. It's Wednesday right now. If it's Wednesday, it must be podcast. Yes. I, I set aside a half hour today to watch Big Bang Theory. Did Me it happen? Too. It no. did not happen. I have not yet watched it. So No it's, spoilers, no, please. please don't. It's bad enough that I overheard a spoiler on Chuck from uh, Nate last Nate. night. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Hot Tub Machine? Well, it's kind of we a fault. Oh yeah, how to train your dragon? Because it's coming out this Friday. How to train your dragon? Hot tub time machine. Yeah. And then you can tease that I've seen Kick Ass. Yes. Oh, you can't talk about it yet. I can't. I'm embargoed. 
But I mean, if this is just the outtakes, I mean, I could totally tell you that it's right. <laughs> no, be sure to use that quote. We're going to put in the, on the oh, poster. Did you send those in yet? Not yet. No? What did oh. you say? What did you say? It was better than Sp- Spider-Man done right, or was I that- said something like, "Sit down, Spider-Man. Kick-ass turns the comic book genre on its head and gives that's, it a spanking." That's a little wordy. I, I forget what it was. I like the other one. It was like catchphrase. A, a nose-busting catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like nose-busting gut shot. Of a party or something uh, like that. Nose busting gut shot of a party. Yeah. Wow. If I, if I could get my my inbox to work again, I would I would look it up. I'd have it. But okay. uh, uh, I say hot tub time machine. So okay. I like the idea of a I nose got busting tubbed. Gut, gut I got shot. tubbed. I know. And I got a shirt. Have I you got, got an intro? Too. Have you got an intro? Oh, I've got it. Because we're going to go into this right now. Okay. Are ready? 